You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat and stay up to date. Hi there, you listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today I've got a very special guest with me. Her name is Jen Atkinson and she's got some very special accolades to herself. Hiya, Jen. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. I mean, it was a bit short notice. It was like, I sent you a message at what, must have been about three o'clock-ish, and it's like, oh, do you want to come on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't turn an opportunity down like this. <laughs> See, what I love about you as well is just how easily excitable you are. <laughs> Everyone says that. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Where am I? Oh, I'm so sorry. I lost you there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just really excited about everything. Just life. I'm just happy to be alive, I guess. <laughs> I suppose that kind of helps, particularly in like the situation that we're in. We're all stuck indoors and it's just, yeah, it's difficult and it's great to just chill. Oh, absolutely. I think especially when there's not much going on and, and I'm alone most of the time. So any opportunity that someone wants to speak to me, I'm I'm jumping on it. <laughs> You're alone most of the time. What, you don't have a partner or anything um yeah he work. he works like every day and um, so i'm alone most of the time um with my two cats and the radio <laughs> what, what's, what's your cats names ted and toby and they are my absolute life um yeah i'm, I'm a huge animal lover anyway but they're the closest things to kids that i've got so <laughs> oh, is there any like plans for the future Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I really, really want to concentrate on uh, my career in the next few years. And I feel like I sort of entered a good part of my life really late on. So I only started living when I was about 22. Um, so I'm, I feel like I'm quite behind. So if I do have kids, I'll probably be like 40. <laughs> really? I mean... You've already had a fantastic start to life, as it is. I mean, Miss Great Britain, you've got a fantastic song out, un, you know, Unboyfriendable. Just, wow. Just, wow. Oh, thanks. No, honestly. So, literally from about the age of 15 to 22, it's just all a blur and I didn't really do anything. I was just plodding through life. <laughs> Now going from job to job to job, not knowing who I was, not doing anything in fun in particular. And when I hit 22 and I decided to lose all this weight. So for people who don't know, I lost eight stone, which took a lot of hard work, especially for a girl who likes to eat. <laughs> and um, yeah, it took me a long time to do. Um, but it gave me so much confidence. and It gave me confidence to um, start pursuing music and start getting out there and um and then that's where pageants came along and after a few years of trying of um doing Miss England and I went to China and did Miss Global City and that was fun um I eventually decided to do Miss Great Britain and I won which is bonkers crazy but won which is yeah crazy um but yeah I I started, oh, I've loved country music for so long. Um, I say so long, I'm only 27. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I actually have a twin brother who lives in America. Jealous. And 
Oh, and I am so jealous. It kills me daily. <laughs> but I'm also jealous because he's naturally blonde and I'm not. And he's naturally skinny and I'm not. <laughs> and he's ever so tall. Um, but yeah, he came back one day and he was like, Jen, you need to listen to Carrie Underwood. You'll love her. And the first like new country song I ever heard was Carrie Underwood Before He Cheats. Yeah. And still to this day, that is my absolute favorite song it's always my like go-to you know if you someone drags karaoke i'm like before he cheats please please and thank you um absolutely love it um but yes that's how i learn of this new country world and i've loved it ever since and yeah i've always loved singing but singing country is just completely different isn't it it's just a different vibe and i just feel like i found where i belong See, with your song as well, though, I love how it's still got that classic feel to it, you know, with all the steel guitars and stuff. It, it just feels like a classic song, but with, like, a modern twist. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I absolutely love. And there's so many different types of country these days, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And I like to sway a bit in, into the pop side, but I also like to stay a little bit classic. And um, I, I just love all the instruments and just loads of different things that come together to make this magic um but yeah unboyfriendable that was my first ever single that came out in 2018 which feels like forever ago really (laughs) Um, believe it or not I've actually worked on music since then uh, but I haven't actually released anything um I've been working with a guy called Stephen Manley um great guy great songwriter um, and we've we've written songs together about my transformation, about my brother, about loads of different things. Um, and we've just not got around to recording them or releasing them yet, unfortunately. Um, but while we're in lockdown, I'm writing my own songs. Um, I've actually started learning guitar, Ooh. which I've been trying for the past 10 years. And it's finally just clicked. I can't explain it. But I'm really not good at anything like that. And it's finally just clicked. I'm like, Okay, I know what a chord is. I can play this chord. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's starting to make sense. So hopefully I'll be able to, I don't know, maybe by the end of lockdown, have some nice original song song videos for everyone. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, particularly when you've got a guitar, it makes doing like live streams a lot easier. So yeah, maybe definitely. we can start seeing some more live streams. That would be so good. That's the aim anyway. I just wish I'd started on lockdown number one. <laughs> but anyway. Better late than never. (laughs) Well, that goes for everything in general. You know, even when it comes to like learning guitar, people that are like 20, 28, 29, 30 saying, oh, I'm too old now to learn guitar or it's too late now, I can't do it. It's never too late. Just pick it up and go. Put a YouTube video on, do whatever you need to do. Yeah. It's bonkers as well because I started learning it probably around 10 years ago and I just couldn't get it. I just couldn't. (laughs) I I didn't really have the patience to learn it properly and I picked it up and had that many lessons and I still couldn't figure it out. And all it took was for... um, so I'm, I'm really good friends with Michaela Fredrickson, who's a country, a UK country singer as well. Oh, she's incredible. Oh, I love her. I could just yeah. cry speaking about <laughs> Down to her and she was like, Jen, you've got a guitar. Just just learn something. She was like, you can learn songs that are a couple, couple of chords. She was like, do 10 minutes a day. You've got this. And I, and like I've been doing 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, and it's just clicked all of a sudden. So thanks, Michaela, for giving me a <laughs> backside. <laughs> you know, so... 
hopefully I'll be a little bit better at guitar in the next couple of months. Who knows? <laughs> well, let's see your fingertips. We're, we're talking or, via Zoom at the moment. Do you start having calluses yet or do you moisturise? I, I, I cannot feel the end of my fingers. <laughs> like, they are numb. Yeah. But it's a good then it's like an achievement numbness <laughs> exactly well that's what it's about i mean i've seen people saying oh you know your fingers shouldn't get that damaged when you're playing guitar now i've seen some really messed up fingers because people play that much but it happens you know you want it to be firm and numb because you want to be able to put the pressure on the strings you want to be able to get the chords right yeah definitely i think it's worth the pain i don't mind <laughs> that's it no pain no gain exactly good old cliche <laughs> it's such a cliche but no yeah they don't feel too bad actually like I, get, I don't know I kind of feel like when I play I just start to feel a bit more like an artist rather than just a singer which feels nice but I yeah like I, yeah I write my I write my own songs but I never I can never put music to it so it would be nice to actually match the two together and actually make a whole song myself that'd just be such an achievement um but yeah i'm gonna go into like your actual songwriting styles in a minute but i just want to go right back to the beginning and back to when you was a child what was it like growing up oh god so i've only got my twin brother he's my only sibling and he was like the star of the family he's a runner so he's He's actually a Team GB athlete, <clears throat> believe it or not. I know, like, a couple of twins, one's Miss GB, one's Team GB, pretty bonkers. But um, he's always been such a good runner, and I've practically lived in his shadow the whole of my life. And don't get me wrong, I was fine just sat there in the shade. Um, <laughs> but I've shadow all my life. And um, I got dragged around to racing events all the time I got forced into doing athletics which was horrific because I'm just not not into sport at all <laughs> and um yeah so I kind of just was really shy and reserved and um it, it it literally took me the whole of my life to 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 get sort of confidence and I always loved to sing I remember saying to my dad when I was younger dad one day I'm going to be as big as Beyonce and he turned around and he was like I don't think so Jen really oh that's she is pretty big let's be honest but who knows I mean if I ever make it that far I'd be like dad proved you wrong exactly I mean if you set your limit to the clouds you never reach space you know it's you've just got to set that bar really high and if you get there fantastic if you get above there then even better and if you don't get quite there at least you've made that effort yeah so I do try I do love to challenge myself and I do if someone says that I can't do something well I'll try extra hard to make sure I do mm -hmm. <laughs> just with my weight loss as well no one ever believed that I'd, I'd lose a stone let alone eight and I thought well bugger you all I'm <laughs> Do it, and I did. <laughs> no, I, to I totally get that with the weight loss. I mean, I lost, like, well, not last year, the year before, I lost up to four stone. And wow, didn't go you. That that was through like Slimming World. I'm not sponsored by Slimming World. I'm just going to put that there now. <laughs> but yeah, I did it through Slimming World, and just I with the lockdowns and stuff, and just not being able to earn the right amount of money uh, to buy all like the healthiest stuff it was just end up being the cheap meals and I've I put so much weight on I feel so horrible I mean I'm looking at you now it's like I'm jealous 
oh no, honestly, like lockdown has done me dirty. Like I cannot stop drinking and eating or baking. Yeah. It's the worst. When you bake something, you've got to eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Bread. Bread is our biggest downfall here because it's so easy to make bread, but it tastes so good. I just love bread. Like bread is the devil, but I just love it. You just can't. And when when you start eating bread, you just can't stop. <laughs> um, well, I've got I've got more of a sweet tooth as well when it comes to food. So it's like, okay, there's a, there's a chocolate bar in the fridge. It's a share bar, but I'm not going to share it. <laughs> no, I won't either. <laughs> I don't know why I put weight on. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, do you know I'm exactly the same all the time I'm like I'm gaining weight and I don't know why walk to the fridge <laughs> I don't know why I'm gaining weight whilst eating half a Mars bar and whatever else <laughs> oh well do you know what I've, I've always think about this and people I get constant messages all the time on Instagram and people are like oh I'm struggling during lockdown and I'm like just don't put so much pressure on yourself we're in a world pandemic exactly. like dad important right now compared to other things like you should honestly look at laugh to your mind more than anything else right now yeah so if you want that gin hun get that gin (laughs) that's something i can live with gin whiskey (laughs) just bring it on you know numb the pain at the moment (laughs) so what was it that made you want to lose the weight i was just i was just really not very confident myself and yeah I, so I hate talking about this but I want to talk about it anyway because I like you Aww. so I was in a very serious relationship um and we we're engaged we had a house and everything and due to him leaving and whatever I just felt I was I mean I was 18 stone I was really unhealthy really unfit but I was so comfortable because I had this lovely relationship and then once he left I felt like I had nothing and I was so worried um, that nobody else would want me. And of course they would have wanted me, but I was I was just broken because the love of my life had left me and all my friends was married off and taken and having kids and whatever. So I was alone quite a lot of the time and sort of to fill that time, I decided to go to the gym and I went walking a lot and it just became just such a big part of my life, like fitness and it sounds so sad right now, but I used to just walk around Aldi on an evening and just look at food, <laughs> look at fruits and stuff. And it sounds so stupid, but it, it just took the time up so I wouldn't feel so lonely. <laughs> I know, it's daft, really. Um, it's not but daft. then not at all. I started to look after that. So I actually bought the food from Aldi also and started to look. <laughs> Whilst you're there. Yeah. And um, I started to learn how to eat healthier and the weight just came off. And don't get me wrong, like there's definitely a lot of days where I do, do still struggle um, because I just love food so much. And McDonald's is only five minutes down the road. <laughs> um, but I try and power on and just do do what, what, what I need to do and do what I've got to do. Try and exercise as much as I can and, yeah, Sometimes I just got to make better choices with food. <laughs> but I'm trying not to put too much pressure on myself right now because lockdown and who knows if we're even going to be on holiday. I might not even need a I know. bikini, right? I've not, <laughs> not even looked at the news yet. And they were supposed to be talking about holidays and stuff like that and travel abroad in like a cabinet meeting today or something. So I've not even looked at the news. I'm 
dreading it. I've got a hol- oh. <laughs> I've got a holiday booked in Greece in October, and I've got a feeling I'm not going. I don't oh think my I'm say that. I'm going to be going away in May. <laughs> don't break my heart. I mean, oh. you breaking heart. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I to- I totally get what you mean though, because I was I was engaged, and. I found, obviously, when you're with somebody that you love, you find that you get comfortable and you don't look at your, you look at your weight as much. And I, I think I got to, like, 17, 18 stone as well. And, yeah, I just... When we split up, it was a case of... I looked back at myself and it was like, what have I got myself into here? What what have I done with myself? And then it was like, okay, then. And then I met my friends at the, like, local pub here when I moved out. I moved in with my, my aunt and uncle here in the outskirts of York. And I met my new friends there. And it was like, oh, we're looking at you losing weight. We're going to go to Slimming World. It was like, okay, then I'll I'll go with you. And from then on, obviously, I've lost weight and I've got myself back into a comfortable state. And going from there, it was like, okay, lockdown, let's get the food back in. But oh, yeah, you, you, can't, you do get comfortable, though. Yeah, you do, don't you? It's, it's a tough one. I think when when you are in a serious relationship, you do tend to look after them a bit more and forget about yourself. And like, it's just so nice, and it just sat on the sofa with a table. It's brilliant. But <laughs> that, I think that that's that's it exactly. You know, just the fact that you've got no worries. You're not like you you're not trying to peacock and flaunt your feathers yeah. out everywhere. And it's you're happy with yourselves. You know, you're happy being in this loving relationship. But then when it all ends, it's like. Okay, reality's hit. Yeah. I suppose it's great, though, because it gives us song ideas. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's always a positive line in. <laughs> oh, don't. It's chicken fried. <laughs> so going from being a kid, what was it that you did at school? Um. Oh, God, I can't even remember school that much. It's feels like that long ago um I was you know I got bullied so badly at school it was horrendous I think that's why I sort of almost block it out um (laughs) (laughs) oh it's awful isn't it kids are so mean and yeah I think it was even harder because obviously my twin brother and he was popular and he was an athlete and I got called Jenny Fatkin and like Sam Atkins fat twin all the time it was horrendous and do you know what looking back I wasn't even that big it's awful kids are so nasty um but yeah I, I actually really enjoyed school apart from the bullying I actually enjoyed school and um I'm still friends with all my school friends now which is brilliant um but yeah I think especially when I left school you know you start driving and whatever um I put a lot of weight on when I started driving because you just drive everywhere and go to McDonald's yeah um you know what? I've had so many jobs. It's, it's, it's quite awful, really. I've had so many jobs since I left school. And I, I like I'm talking crazy jobs. So I've been a post lady. Really? I've been a travel agent. I've been an estate agent. You name it. I've probably, I've probably had that job. Where did you do your travel agent work? <laughs> um, I worked for Thomas Cook. Really? Yeah, uh, I loved that. Only for like a year, but it was brilliant. Yeah. I went to my half price <laughs> you see one of the guys that i live with here he used to be a travel agent as well and he was like with lumpolly and which was um tui before 
can't remember if it was Tui that was Lumpoli or was that first try. So I can't remember. And then it went to Thomas Cook, and then it was like different brands. And he, he was traveling all over the world. And then when he came back, he then got a job somewhere else. But then we ended up doing travel agency, you know, the independent travel agencies where you can do it yeah. from home. And that's what I was doing for a good year, year and a half. Oh, that's so, bonkers. Selling all Thomas Cook holidays and Jet 2 and all that stuff. Oh, what a throwback and, until the collapse last year. Awful. Oh, my. I when know. I, that was a sh- You see, I stopped doing the independent travel agency stuff just before Thomas Cook collapsed. And <laughs> so it was like, well, because. The only thing that you earn from the being an independent travel agency is whatever you earn on commission. So, and we what we'd always do is we'd cut all of the costs right down, so we'd only earn like twenty, thirty pounds per booking. Whereas, like your big travel agency so, uh, shops, they'd earn like two, three, four hundred with the commissions on top. And I've probably just given a load of trade secrets away there. <laughs> but you know, it, it, that's that's how we got our customers in. We you know we'd rather do smaller commissions, but a lot of them rather than a couple of big commissions and then just just live off that. Yeah. So but when Thomas Cook collapsed, it was like thank I kind of I was grateful for leaving it when I did because we'd have to owe that much money back because it'd all have to go back to Thomas Cook to then pay off their debtors. And uh, it was such a nerve wracking time. It was like, oh no, did we book anything from that point to that point? It was like, no we didn't. Thank goodness for that because that way we're covered. Yeah, oh God, I know crazy and then flyby as well oh flyby. i don't even know the next year for travel as well it's devastating well that's it i mean if if they do end up cancelling travel up until 2022 god forbid they don't touch wood oh god but wood i'm touching wood right now but if oh. they do how many i'm, I'm curious at who's going to survive and who's not it's mad isn't it i just really want to i really want to go back to america i want to go back to the states so bad i do I just, like, I, well, I'd, I'd take anything right now. I'd even go to Spain just for like two days. You say that as if it's a bad thing. What's wrong with Spain? I like Spain. I well, like Spain. Where's your favourite holiday um, destination in Spain then? Oh, God. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> where have I been in Spain? I'm trying to think. On the spot. Know I know. I, I went when I was younger, but I can't remember the name of it, but... I flew into Alicante Airport, but I didn't go to Benidorm. But I'd like to go to Benidorm. I was meant to go last year, you know. You've never been to Benidorm? Never been to Benidorm. Oh, I really want to go there. Like, I love tacky stuff. Like, I love tackiness. Well, that's the thing, though. Benidorm isn't that tacky, you know. The actual, like, um, there's, there's, no. <laughs> there's, there's two sides to it. There's the old town and there's the new town. And the old town is like all the historical, you know, it's all the old buildings and it's you can go shopping and stuff there. Whereas the new town, that's where all the clubs and bars are, the tackier side. And you do like the old town during the day, you know, you have a walk around in the sun and have a coffee and a beer or whatever you have. And then you go to the new town at night time and go to the karaoke bars, you go get absolutely wasted and enjoy the night. It, it's like a best of both worlds, to quote Hannah Montana. <laughs> oh, I love it. <sighs> Sticky Vicky. Sticky Vicky. I've never actually been to see Sticky Vicky. Have you not? I thought no. that was a Ben people. <laughs> I mean, everybody talks about it, but it's just like, I don't really. That doesn't float my boat. <laughs> Seeing somebody pull a load of. <laughs> I 
I don't think it would blow my bow either. I certainly wouldn't want to give it a go. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't either. Oh. Although it's a bit different for me. I'm going to move on. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but no, I'd go anywhere right now, to be honest. No. I'm going to go inside today. Cyprus. I'm going to be going in July, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I've never been to what? Cyprus. What's it? Have you Have you been before? Yeah, it's all right. It's a bit expensive for what it is. Yeah. Listen to you getting all notifications through. Unless that was me. <laughs> I actually think it was you. I'm not very popular this evening. Really? <laughs> so, go on then. Talk about popularity. What was it like then going into... Obviously, after losing the weight and then starting the Miss England stuff and all going from there, what was it like actually developing this popularity and people basically, you know, starting to notice you from a wider spectrum? Oh, God. It, do you know what? It was such a crazy thing. And when I started telling people, oh, I meant, so I entered Miss Grimsby. That was the first pageant I ever Ooh. entered. People were like, why are you doing that? And I thought, why not? Just, you know, go in and challenge myself. And um, I had a whale of time. And do you know what? I made so many friends. Um, I did Miss England for a couple of years. It's not my favourite pageant. Um, Miss Great Britain's completely separate to Miss England. And it's definitely more down to earth, like my sort of style. Not a diss at Miss England, but um, they're just two different, completely different pageants, you know. There's so many, though. Um, like, unless you unless you know pageants or you do them or you know someone that's done them, you don't realise how many there is. Um, but I'm very proud to say that Miss Great Britain is the longest running pageant in Great Britain. <laughs> Great Britain, really? <laughs> but do you know what? I think when I first started pageants, I was like, oh, I need to look a certain way. I need to act a certain way because that's just, you know, that's the stereotype of it, isn't Prim and it? proper. Yeah, and then... Um, I was lucky enough to go to China and compete in Miss Global City where I actually sung my single Unboyfriendable in like crazy big arenas and theatres. <laughs> they absolutely loved it. They thought I was famous. Really? You <laughs> but, are yeah, famous, they were, though. Well, over there, they quite enjoyed it. <laughs> um, and I actually came seventh and I won the talent round, which was reassuring. <laughs> um <laughs> But then from then, I sort of had a little bit of a break. And then I thought, do you know what? I want to go for Miss Great Britain. I thought, I can't. I'm getting on a bit now. I'm 27 now. And the age limit is 20. Or is it 28? 27 or 28. And I thought, do you know what? I can't I can't start something and not finish it. So I thought, I need to enter one last pageant, give it a go, see if I can win. Um, because I just don't give up, really. If I start yeah. something, I want to finish it on the best note possible. <laughs> oh, so I went in and do you know what? I was completely myself from the beginning. I thought I'm just going to go in and be my goofy old little self and had the best time um, turning up at events with massive boxes of crisps to share out with everyone. And I think they were all hooked on me after that. And um, I was I'll lucky enough well. to win. I know, well, <laughs> best friends. And I won the personality award and best in interview. And then I won miss great britain which is crazy certainly don't look like that now but you know so, rocking the boots <laughs> so i mean i've never really watched like the pageant stuff and obviously the only idea of pageants i've got in my head is the stereotypical type you know what you see on tv in america and i know that's not what it is i know that it's, it's going to be completely different to that what is 
what's it like going through a pageant, you know, going from like Miss Grimsby, then going on from there? Yeah, I think, I think because I've done it so many years now, well, I say so many years, it's only been three years, but like I've learned so much and uh, do you know what? I've had so many crazy opportunities. I've been to Sri Lanka, China, <laughs> you name, I've been there. And I think it's just, as I've got older and as I've done more, I did, I, I did realise, you know, you need to be yourself. It's so important to be yourself. And I think nowadays, especially in pageants, they are making a point of trying to prove that beauty queens aren't like that. Um, and I guess that's where I stood out a little bit more than others in the way that I was myself. Like a country singer, that's different. <laughs> like I can drive a motorbike, I like fishing, like I've lost eight stone. Like, it, and I'm still curvy, don't get me wrong. I'm a size 12, stretch marks completely cover me and I absolutely love them. And I think I'm just not, yeah, I think I'm just like not the stereotypical beauty queen and I guess that's what what they liked. And because I walked on with such confidence and I was like, this is me, you take me as I am or you don't take me. And I think they were just like, well, we'll take her. She's from Grimsby, we'll take her. Yeah, but it's crazy going from, like, I came second in Miss Great Grimsby and then I just worked so hard, like, to get to a point where I worked on so much. Not it, There's so much to it. It's not just turning up in a pretty dress. Um, there's so many different rounds. And I think I worked on myself, worked on my confidence and worked on, like, just becoming, it, this sounds so cheesy, but the best version of myself. <laughs> um but yeah, I, like it, it really, I've really learned so much and I just ended up winning Miss Great Britain also just being myself and like being proud of what I've achieved, but also, yeah, just knowing who I am and not being afraid to be like, well, yeah, this this is me. And I'm really glad I didn't win the talent round. That was quite devastating. It but must have been. Fine. <laughs> so what, what do you do then to, you know, develop your confidence? What did you do to basically not polish yourself up, but polish yourself up if that makes sense so it sounds like completely ridiculous but obviously social media is a huge part of everything Mm -hmm. nowadays media pretty much runs the world and I think at the start I was sort of like this is the kind of photos I should post you know smiley like oh nice lovely dress looking really nice and skinny and whatever and I got to a point where I was like that isn't me and that's not real and that's not real life um and I started posting um, so I don't know if anyone follows me that that listens to this, but I started posting like real photos, like there's a photo of me on there, like in a bikini, you know, I've got all my bingo wings out, my stretch marks, and I just sort of like let go and just sort of like posted natural and normal and real life pictures out like that. Um, so people could see them, people could realise that, you know, this is normal, this is beautiful whatever and I just think a lot of people just looked at that and sort of like admired it because especially being from like the pageant scene you just don't get that um but it's definitely becoming more of a thing you know um with the likes of Chessie King and um, and whoever um like it is becoming more normal and that we do get more content that is real on social media and it's brilliant. I just think you've just got to embrace who you naturally are and just roll with it. And if people don't like you, we'll bugger them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, I just love that in itself, you know, the fact that you can go out and just post you, you know, not this Instagram filtered version of you, you know, this prim and proper, because that's the issue with Instagram and other social media sites nowadays is the fact that when you look at somebody else's profile, it's like, oh, they're doing that, they're doing that, they're doing that. Oh, they must have such a fantastic life. 
we don't. We really don't. We just post the the highlight reel. It's it's yeah. for you to do that, you know, to show the. I'm going to use quotation marks, bingo wings, and all the stretch marks. You look fabulous. It, you you don't, and yeah, it's it's fantastic. It genuinely, genuinely is. I'm. It it brings it brings a smile to my face. I, you won't be able to see this because you obviously listen to an audio, but I'm grinning from ear to ear because of it. Oh, you're making my heart melt. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting all flustered. Oh, <laughs> blushing. I appreciate that, you know. I just want people to just, I don't know, it sounds really, really cheesy, but I want people to look at me and think, well, if she can be herself and just rock it, then why can't I? And just hope one day we'll just have a big world full of real people who love themselves, a big colourful world of different characters and that'd just be great <laughs> well that's it i mean i don't know if you watch rupaul but i uh, oh oh now we're talking i love rupaul <laughs> well you know the okay. you know the saying you know, if you can't love yourself how on earth are you gonna love somebody else how the hell are you gonna love somebody else can i get an amen up in here amen, amen. <laughs> it's such a true statement it is just so true. And I love RuPaul. He's my idol. But yeah, it is so true, isn't it? You can't love yourself before. Have you been watching Someone the, else? Have you been watching the recent UK one? Oh my god, don't tell me. I'm so I literally only discovered RuPaul. Like people have been telling me for ages like you need to watch it, but I only discovered it like second lockdown. So I'm literally on like series eleven right now. Oh, so you're still on the Americans. Yeah, I'm still like I've literally just gone past the one, you know, where Miley pretends to be like a sound guy. I've literally just got past that. I'm on like yeah. series 11 now. Oh, Love it. Gets better and better and better. He literally is my idol. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing though. The, um, the American side, I found like the first, the first eight seasons were the best ones. I mean, I don't know if you, have you had Ben de la Creme yet? Oh, I love Ben de la Creme. Oh, there's so many icons though, isn't there? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Side is my favourite. I just love them all. I, I don't know. There's just, yeah. Sharon Needles. <laughs> Needle. Wait, <laughs> Wait till we get to the UK one because it's completely de- different kettle of fish. Is it? Is this where bag of chips is from? A bag of chips. Oh, I can't wait. Oh my god, I can't wait. Don't tell me what happens. <laughs> I will. I will. Be, I think you'll be shocked at the finale for the first season. Oh god, I can't wait. I'm gonna have to start binge watching it. Well, I'm spending we- too much. Time and then a guitar. <laughs> you need well, it's a balance. You need to have half an hour on the guitar, and then half an hour RuPaul, and then half an hour guitar, half an hour RuPaul. Oh my god, that literally sounds like a dream, doesn't it? Oh, what you do is you just play the guitar whilst you're watching RuPaul. <laughs> a casual bit of multitasking. Why not? I'm so sorry. I'm just moving rooms because I just know my phone's gonna die. That's fine. I'm hoping I'm not gonna get attacked by a cat. I'm just getting a nice little tour of the house. It's such a beautiful house. Oh, thanks. That was my dressing room in there. It's a mess. <laughs> That's one question I want to ask whilst we was in the dressing room was, how many shoes do you have? Oh, yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I have an obsession with shoes and obviously cowboy boots and fedora hats and, yeah, and handbags. It's really bad <laughs> just a habit of mine. And I'm really, I'm a, I'm a hoarder. I cannot throw things out. For the life of me. I'm so we're just keep hoarding loads of shoes and oh. You're so. like a female spirit animal. You're like the 
opposite sex to me, but like a clone. Are you sure you're not my <laughs> twin? <laughs> could be, could be. <laughs> well, I'm 28 and you're 27, so we're close in age. My God, that would be bonkers. Oh my God, you're, li- I'm, you're literally my spirit animal. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I hoard a lot of clothes and it, it always pains me when I do have to throw it away. And when I have to throw it away, I've got, I just go crazy and I go, okay, then this is going, this is going, this is going. And then when I'm like putting, I don't ever throw it away. I give it to like charity shops or put it in those charity bin things. And it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pull it back out. It's like, do I want to give it away? Do I not? Do I do it? Do I not? Oh, diving back in the bin at midnight to try and get you t-shirt that you've had seven years that's me because because i lost like four stone it was like okay i can get rid of all my big clothes now because they're way too big there's no chance i can get it reduced down and i'll buy myself all these new clothes and they'll all fit me perfectly well i didn't think about putting weight back on did i so now i've got a lot of (laughs) clothes that are too small for me and like two pairs of jeans and a couple of tops that just fit it's like oh no Oh, well, all you need is joggers for the moment. In fact, you don't even need any clothes. If you're not leaving the house, you may as well just stay naked. Well, <laughs> right now we're, we're talking on Zoom and I'm actually in my pyjamas. Oh my God, set. Well, I'm almost pyjamas. I'm in joggers. I don't know why I'm showing you, but here I am. I'm in joggers and, and a checked shirt. <laughs> see, I, I love checked shirts though. Checked shirts are amazing. I'm so glad that people can't see me right now. <laughs> Why though? I thought it was a great idea to do Zumba before this. <laughs> Thing is though, I mean, I before I went into like the prosthetic side in Leeds, I was working for an engineering company in Grimsby called Cogent, and I'd walk around, I'd walk around the streets, I'd go to like the post office and stuff on um, on Freeman Street. Well, just off, I think it's just off Freeman Street, and some of the um, some of the attire some people wear is interesting. Especially on Freeman Street. <laughs> Bit of a circus down there. It, um, it, was, it was interesting. I was carrying big boxes of motors that I had to, I had to send through the post office. And on, uh, there's a load of like pubs that, and bookies that are like, next to each other every so often dotted down the street. And yeah, when you saw people coming out, it's like, I'll hold on to these boxes a bit tighter just in case. I don't know what's yeah. going to happen. Oh no! But I do. I genuinely love Grimsby, apart from its smell. Sometimes. Oh God, it's horrendous. I don't think you ever get used to it either. <laughs> well, where I worked, I, you know where the Burger King is on that roundabout near yeah. the town centre. Well, round the corner from there, there's um, there's like an enterprise park. It's called the Enterprise Village. And I was down there. It's, you know where the big Tesco's is? That random street. Oh, yeah, right there where you run about. King Street or yeah. something. Uh, That's Prince, weird. Prince William, Prince George or something like that is like the avenue that it was on, just off King Street. Oh, my God. That's not even far from me. That's like 10 minutes in the car. Just crazy. You know, not, that I'm, not that I'm going to go there, but... <laughs> you never know. You know, you might have... We might have passed, crossed paths in the past. We, we might have done. We might that have been would be best weird. Friends. We might have gone out for a drink and been like, hi. <laughs> okay. And then got amnesia. <laughs> well, so I like Grimsby for a drink, to be fair. Grimsby's fantastic. I mean, I, I can't remember the last time I went. It's probably been like a year. <laughs> well, the, la- the last place I went for a, a drink in Grimsby, there's a place called Doc, uh, Doc's Beers, and that was just around the corner <gasps> oh, from work. Oh, That's fab there, isn't it? Loves it. 
But yeah, anyways, enough about drinking in Grimsby because I do I do like Grimsby, I've got to say. It's not like working in Leeds. Banging fish and chips. Oh, the best. Well. Oh, now I'm fancying fish and chips. Why did I say that? <laughs> see, where I live now, I'm near, I'm only a short drive away from like Farley and Whitby. So it's like, it's just up the road. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, proper fish and chips. I could just eat some chips now. It's probably oh. a bit late, really, for chips, but... Go on, then. Yeah, ten, so, ten bus day. <laughs> go on, then. So, your fish and chips, do you have, like, curry sauce or mushy peas, or is it just fish and chips, or what What do you have? Oh, no, I always have curry sauce, which is really weird because I don't like curry, but curry sauce on fish and chips just hits different, don't you think? See, I always end up going for curry sauce, and then I put tomato ketchup on top of it. I'm really weird. Yeah, I'd probably do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then too many slices of bread. Oh, yeah. You can't beat it, can you? Oh, do you know what? I'd just do anything just to be down the seafront right now with a nice fish and chips. Oh, there's a... I remember going to, like, Bridlington and they do, like... You can get, you like, your own freshly made donuts, which they put through, like, a machine and you just watch it being cooked there and then and then dunked in the sugar and it's like, oh, I could really do with that right now. Something nice and warm and sugary and just to make you feel warm inside. Oh, that'd be so I know it's Baltic, isn't it? I feel like I'm in Iceland when you get up in the morning, first thing. I know. I mean, because I set off, I get up about half five and I set off to work about six, half six. And it's like just, I'm scraping ice off my car and it's like, oh, I can't do it. Oh, no. Get some nice thick socks on. (laughs) That's what it's about. Anyways, back to the music. So, Going from doing the pageants and stuff like Miss Great Britain, and then obviously because you had, you had, you had, do you say you sung Unboyfriendable at some of your pageants? Yeah, yeah, like all the time. It was a big deal. I actually sung. Um, so me and Stephen Manley wrote a song called Snake Bite. Ooh. don't know if I should mention it, but I've mentioned it now, so whatever. Um, and it was actually written about um, like my journey, like weight loss and whatever. Uh, but it's a really clever song. It could be like interpre- interpreted in loads of different ways. It was um, a really good song. And I actually like half recorded it um, for my talent video for Miss Great Britain. Um, when I say half recorded it, like I did it in the recording studio but we didn't have it ready in time for the actual submission, but we did it just, you know, just on iPhone yeah. um, recording that. Um, so, I mean, I was really hoping to get that recorded and, like, released. But you, I don't know. Maybe I'll work on it again in the future. But you know when something's just not, like, 100%. perfect? It's, it wasn't 100%. It wasn't 100%. I think there still needs to be some more work on it, but that could, that might definitely come up in the future again. Ooh. I think I just need a break from it and then come back to it. So what kind but, of time frame are you looking at then for, like, new music? Because obviously it was 2018 when you officially, officially released. Yeah, oh, God, it's so, it was so long ago. Literally so long ago. I've had such a break, like a long break. Um, so when, when I actually released my first single, it was with um, a record label who actually no longer exist. Um, and I'm just not very musically, like, talented, really. Like, I, d- I don't have a lot of contacts. I don't know a lot of people. Um, so I'm just going to try and, like, do what I can by myself until t- I get to a point where I'm just going to have to start asking people for help or, like, doing whatever. And I guess the restrictions don't really help, you know. Like, recording studios aren't open at the minute yeah. and whatever. 
Um, but I think for the time being, I'm just going to sort of like work on material. Well, I've been working on on my own my own songs. Um, I, I write songs anyway. Um, but I'm just going to try and work on me just as an artist without having any music um, specifically out like at any specific point. Um, but I would really like at least one song done by and released by September. Um, there is a song that I have in mind um, that is incredibly important and I would actually really like it out by the time I hand my title over, which is due to be September. Um, so the plan is definitely to get it recorded and released by September, but COVID pe- depending. <laughs> yeah, that's always the issue though, because you, you know, it's about getting into it. I mean, well, you don't really need to get into a student, you know, a studio officially now. If you've got like a microphone at home or, you know, some audio recording software, which you can get off Amazon relatively cheaply, <clears throat> cheaply, you know, you can send audio into a producer. It's just paying for that producer. You know, it's paying yeah. for everything. It's so expensive doing a single yes. or an EP. That's the thing as well. And like times are hard right now and I'm poor. No, I'm not really that poor, <laughs> but like times are hard, you know, people work, people are like losing their jobs and, and like hours are getting cut and whatever. Um, but I just, I think more importantly than anything, I just want to really work on me like as an artist just from home, try and learn my guitar, try and just do things like by myself and get get the momentum back really is more important because I've been out of it out of whack for so long that I've kind of I need to find that creativity again. I need to find what I'm about again. And that's kind of like what right now I'm trying to do. And I'm getting there really slowly, but I'm just trying to enjoy it for the for the time being. Because music makes me so happy. Music's my passion and that's just more important to me than anything. Yeah. Um, but you know, magic, magic will happen. Music will happen, and it, and definitely there'll be some great tunes in the future coming from me. Just you've all got to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> it's not like we've been waiting almost three years. You know, it's fine. I know. <laughs> it's bonkers. I can't believe it's been three years. They've flown, They've absolutely flown. But you know. The comeback's going to be wild. <laughs> that, that's the crazy thing, though, as well, is the fact that I heard, obviously, Unboyfriendable on Jess T's show today. It sounds like it could have been released today. You know, it sounds so in line with what's out there at the moment. And it was done three years ago. Yeah, definitely a timeless tune. Um, but I, I still love that song, completely love it. I'm very, very proud of it. I'm glad that was my first one. Um I definitely set the bar at a great standard. Um, but yeah, I, I, every time I hear it, I just feel so proud of like what me and Steve achieved. Um, and I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the future and looking forward to more songs coming out and hopefully being played on the radio again. That would be nice. <laughs> I'll certainly be requesting your music as much as I physically can because it's great. Oh, thank you. It's been so nice singing again. And I've got, I mean, I've got some, hopefully, COVID dependent again, I've got something crazy happening um, in the next couple of months, um, if all goes well. And, you know, hopefully that'll give give life a bit of a boost. But who knows? You just don't know what's going on right now. Like, we can't hmm. plan anything, can we? Hmm. Can you give us any little hints? No, sorry. No, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> You'll be the first to know, I promise. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> but no, I just I really I just want to enjoy the journey, you know. I'm not gonna to put too much pressure on myself, but it's been so lovely to like this this I, I'm calling it the second time round. It's not really the second <laughs> time round. I'm not really gone anywhere but the, the first time when I started coming to the UK country scene I met so many different people and uh, made some great contacts and whatever but coming back I realized actually how big the UK country music community is and I'm meeting so many more people and they're like oh you need to speak you can speak to this person they're great they know what they're talking about and I've actually made some really great friends the past couple of weeks past few weeks just on social media talking to people that I didn't even know existed three yeah. years ago um so it's it's crazy it's it's huge like I, it can't have grown this much in three years surely I just didn't know these people existed but I it's not especially you I didn't know you either and now look at us we're like best friends <laughs> I, I, I started last February so it was I mean I've always been listening to the UK country scene as much as I could but I really started this show in February last year, just before the actual like lockdown started. But I, I didn't, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know about your music side until you added me as a friend on Instagram, and it was like, why, why on earth is Miss Great Britain adding me as a friend on Instagram? Have I, have I, have I said something? Have I done something? What's going on here? <laughs> and then when I was scrolling through your posts, it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> And then obviously when I heard it today, it was like, yeah, I've, I've definitely, definitely, definitely got got to get you on. I'm so glad we have. I know, me too. It's like such a nice welcome back in, onto the scene. <laughs> so is this is this like your first interview? I, I don't want to call it an interview because it's never really an interview. It's Is this your first chat back in the music scene? Or have you done other things since? No, this is my first one in probably like a year I did one last year it was just a country magazine um but it was it was very much based around Miss Great Britain um but this is like the first actually it's probably the first podcast I've I've ever done really but it's the first interview I've probably done in about a year oh I feel I feel even more special now for re-popping that cherry yeah, you have. You literally have. Like, honestly, this, this honestly feels like such a great welcome. That's awesome. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, I'm so <laughs> excited to see what this year brings for us. Then. I know. Me too. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, I hope I don't disappoint. <laughs> you. I'm sure you won't. What are you most excited about for this year? Then. Oh, I think. Um, coming back to the country scene and staying for good um I definitely want to I definitely want to get some things out before I have to hand over because like it's it's different having that Miss Great Britain title and being a country singer is sort of like a different edge um and I do love people to be like unexpected you know they, they don't expect Miss Great Britain to be a country singer and I kind of love that someone is I don't know I can't really call myself iconic really can I but no, someone no, is can. different okay I'm just call myself iconic I don't <laughs> care can. someone is iconic as Miss Great Britain which is I mean I know pageant sound is big these days but someone called Miss Great Britain is a country singer I think just makes such a big statement on like how in country music is um and how like it's definitely got a place in Great Britain and the UK and you know it's it's made its stamp and I just think 
yeah I just want to I just want to sort of get out there again and and get my name about again and it, it almost feels like I'm starting afresh well I can if I'm starting afresh um but I guess in a, it's sort of like a good thing for me um and I can come back more I guess I'm more experienced now and I have more you know life experience and different things wiser. that I can write about I definitely feel more wiser definitely feel more ready for it um so yeah I think I'm gonna bring a bit more bit more I don't even know what <laughs> bit more wiseness Zaz. to my songs but it'll be so nice to actually bring out some songs that have like crazy meaning for me over the past few years yeah and hopefully I can jot down some some I don't know Miss Great Britain something who knows <laughs> that might be a thing <laughs> so you're definitely not going to go running again for Miss Great Britain or any other titles before you hit um, so I do I do have to, well, I don't have to, but I will be competing internationally um, at some point. Um, but I don't know when that's going to be because obviously COVID has made that, has had to be rescheduled. Um, but yeah, I will be doing that, but that'll be my last one. I've had a great time doing it. You know, I, I got what I wanted. I achieved what I wanted. And like once that once I hand over and once I've finished with the international that'll be me done for pageants it's been great fun yeah. it's it, I've learned so much and and it's yeah it's been really good fun I just think I need to concentrate on what makes me happy and what you know what I want to do in the future and you know I'll, I can age out of Miss Great Britain and I, ha- I, I mean I have aged out of Miss Great Britain now but you can never age out of music ever well, so that that there, I mean, when you said earlier, um, towards the start, that the fact that you got, you know, as soon as you hit 27, 28, that's it, you can't compete again. To me, that that's crazy. You know, why can't older, I want to say older people, people above that age, compete in a competition? I mean, what somebody at 40 or 50 or 60 got bad for him compared to people under 28? Unless it is just well, an aesthetic thing. Well, they they can. There's there is actually a Ms. and a Ms. classic section, but and it sounds so ridiculous. But I want it to be a Miss. Yeah, I, I just wanted to be a Miss. You don't want to be um, a Ms. No, I didn't want to be like like <laughs> like. I think it's great, and honestly, like maybe I'll compete when I'm older. Who knows? But it. But I always wanted to be a Miss something, and especially on my last year, that's what I wanted, and that's miss what Wales. I got. Miss International, Miss Universe. Oh, that, oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely don't think I've got the look for Miss Universe, but... <laughs> stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> you know you do. I really wanted to make a statement and go on stage, actually, in a, in a pair of cowboy boots, but I got scared do. in the end and I didn't. But I wish I did now. Maybe yeah. I will do in the future. Dress up as Dolly Parton. Oh, my God, what a dream. That's it. That would be the dream. I you could pull Parton. that off easily. Do you reckon? Oh yeah. Probably need to lose about five stone, but and dye my roots. <laughs> here, here we go, losing more weight. You don't need to lose more weight. Stop it. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, I didn't want to do this whole chat, you know, based on the pageant stuff because your music is, you know, unboyfriendable is great in itself but obviously with your story in the background you know leading up to music you know yeah I can't not talk about it and I, I don't yeah. want people thinking this is just an excuse to get Miss Great Britain on a podcast 
I am so proud of it. I am so proud of it. Um, and like I said, I do think it gives me the edge a little bit. Um, it's certainly yeah. a platform to broadcast yourself on. Yeah, do you know what? Just being Miss Great Britain has, has led me to so many different things and so many different people have been sort of like intrigued and interested by it. And it that's worked in, in my in my favour quite a few times. So yeah, I'm keep it coming. For- I'm looking forward to this next chapter, though. I yeah, really me too. Am. I, I think it's going to be a great transition, especially once I've handed over, be, going from, like, beauty queen, Miss Great Britain, to, like, literally just country girl, that's it. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Don't take my title off me, please. <laughs> but no, I'm really looking it. forward to it. Keep it on I just can't friend. wait to, like, it, it's especially because the past few years, the only reason why I haven't done music the past few years is because I've been putting all my work and all my concentration into pageants so to not have to do that anymore is going to free me up so much time so that I can just put all my passion and time and concentration into music and yeah and just make that work instead oh that's awesome (laughs) and hopefully do more tv as well like I'm hoping for a lot more tv in the next few years but who knows oh tv cmt country music television oh Hit me up, CMT. <laughs> <laughs> it's really crazy though, because like back back to Michaela Fredrickson. Um, like I said, like she's a good friend of mine, and we actually met filming a TV show. How bonkers is that? Really? What TV and obviously, show? Um, so it was called The Surgery, um, and unfortunately, it didn't get aired in the end. Um, Caroline Flack was the presenter. Um, such a lovely woman it's such a shame what happened and unfortunately it won't be aired um we filmed the whole show it got edited and it was ready to uh to be aired and unfortunately it will never be seen now um, i mean it might be in the future i hope it would be um but yeah it is a shame but at the same time i'm just so pleased i got to meet michaela and we're just so close now and both being country singers is just i mean imagine out of 12 people two of them are country singers it's what are the odds like, in the uk what are the odds it's a great ratio um so yeah like the show didn't work out but i made a great friend from it and she has just been the best support ever um but yeah who knows i'm hoping for more tv in the future people might have seen me recently i've been I, there was a rerun of a show that i was on called um how to lose a stone it's quite hilarious really I'm gonna have to, how to lose a stone i'm gonna have to write that down i'm gonna see if I can find I'll it. tag you in my best bits on my Instagram <laughs> I've got like screenshots of like my best bits and they just make me howl <laughs> I'll tag you in them but I never live it down there's this one about Jaffa Cakes and I'm, I'm sure this should be sponsoring maybe now <laughs> but oh my god you got Jaffa Cakes you are my spirit animal you are my spirit animal <laughs> wait till you see this <laughs> Do you like Jaffa Cakes? Oh my God, you've got every one of every flavour. You have, haven't you? If you have, that's it. <laughs> you have a box of every flavour. I don't know how, I feel like we would definitely, oh my God, cherry? cherry? Cherry Jaffa Cakes. I have not tried them. I've not tried them yet. I didn't open them. <laughs> let me know how they go won't you thing is i've got um downstairs i've because i've made a load of friends in like nashville and like seattle and stuff i've got bags of like 
UK sweets and Jaffa cakes that I was going to send over to a couple of other people in America because they don't have they don't know what Jaffa cakes are. I know it's so funny. Like, how do you explain a Jaffa cake? Because is, is it a, a biscuit? Is it a cake? But is it a cake or is it a biscuit? <laughs> you see, this is brilliant because um, <laughs> right at the. <laughs> What <laughs> at the end of the podcast, I was going to ask two questions, and one of the questions is: Is Jaffa cake a cake or a biscuit? No, was that going to be a question? If you listen I need back, to me this video because I'm like the Jaffa cake queen. If you listen back to my particular my UK artists, I always I always ask this question: What do you have? I think it's from like episode fifteen onwards. They're the questions, and the other one is pineapple and pizza. Yes or no? Yes, a hundred percent. Spirit All animal. Oh my god. Oh my god! Yay! This makes me so happy. Like pineapple needs to be all over it, in it, outside of it, all over it. Cake it in pineapple. Like just make the pizza a pineapple. It's fine. I love it. Oh, chicken pineapple. I have the weirdest pizzas. I'm like pineapple, chicken, gherkins, barbecue sauce. Like just throw it all on there, mush it all in. Love it. Barbecue sauce. That is my favourite sauce. Barbecue sauce base. Yes. Oh my god. We were we were separated at birth. I feel like we were separated at birth. I think we were. (laughs) This is bonkers. I know what our fridge would look like. (laughs) Oh my. This is brilliant. But yeah, I've I've not opened my traffic cakes yet, and I'm basically just keeping them there for when there's like a worldwide so- shortage of traffic cakes, just in case. That would probably be because of me. So <laughs> yeah, no, well, both of us. Oh my god, that's so funny! I oh. love Jaffa cakes. You can never have one though; you have to eat the whole pack. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> particularly the twin packs. I'm so bad. Oh my god, that's so funny because this video is me going. I didn't have one Jaffa cake. Not two, not three, not four, not five, Jeff, okay? I ate the whole packet! I'm so... <laughs> I'm I'm, you know the advert where it was like quarter moon, half moon, total eclipse? I don't even <laughs> like, see the phases. Do I don't even see no, the phases. No, oh my God, same! <laughs> Just, <laughs> I see it full and then I see it gone. <laughs> it's here, it's one. gone. It's here, it's gone. <laughs> and then before you know it, you've eaten the whole packet. <laughs> so bad I, love I don't know why i put weight on i really don't me too <laughs> oh. goes to grab another jaffa cake <laughs> oh i need to tag you i need to tag you on something right now i'm just looking how many calories i've burned today i think i deserve a gin <laughs> oh of course you do if you've burned do you like gin? i i like gin flavored gins with lemonade i'm not a big dry drink fan do you, like, do, you, do you drink? Do you I like drink. a drink? I love a drink. It's a really bad habit, but I just love it. Oh, <gasps> Jack Daniels, of course. Yum. I've got a honey one at the minute. I might get one, actually. You see, I've never seen that one before. and I got, No, I've not. It's uh, blue number six. Oh, here we go. Found it. <laughs> um, comments, I'm going to tag you in now. I'm really sorry. I'm just getting comfortable, by the way. I hope you don't mind. That is perfectly fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, same. Oh. oh, my God. Is it a Jaffa cake cake? It's a Jaffa cake cake. Oh, my God. It's a Jaffa cake cake. What a dream. It's my birthday March. I might get someone to make me it. It's a, what it is, is it's muffin. It's a muffin mix made into a cake. And then it's got like orange. What, did you make it? No, no. Um family friend made it and well legend it's got chocolate orange spread in the middle 
and then it's got oh. orange like marmalade kind of it's like a sweet oh. marmalade inside it and then it's laid on and it's got chocolate spread around chocolate orange spread around the outside with a load of jaffa cakes stuck on it oh it was so sickly but it was really like moist and it wasn't like a dry cake oh, it's just so good oh that literally sounds like heaven i could eat that now like the full thing that was my, in my face <laughs> that was my 28th birthday cake Oh my god, I'm so jealous. That's that's what I you did for your twenty eighth. That's gonna be my twenty eighth birthday cake, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. So yeah, you've got the image now, so so you kind of know what it's supposed to look like. I'm I want to keep it. I'm gonna screenshot shot it in a minute. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that that's that's um that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> Jaffa cakes and pineapple pizza and Jack Daniel's whiskey. So- that was so funny, honestly. Like, I can't believe how similar we are. It's bonkers. See, I don't know what I'm going to ask you now, Rock, because normally I go through, like, social media and then I go, oh, to finish off, I've got two really important questions. It's Jaffa Cake. What do, what do you think Jaffa Cakes are, cake or a biscuit? A biscuit. A biscuit. Why do you think it's a biscuit? A biscuit. Because it's in the biscuit aisle. <laughs> yeah, but cakes are sometimes in the bread aisle. So just because it, mm-hmm. it's in an aisle doesn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... Wait, should I ask Alexa? Oh, go on She then. probably won't tell me what. Alexa, is a Jaffa cake a cake or a biscuit? Cake and biscuit. What? She said it's a cake <laughs> and a biscuit. You know you, Alexa. You're sacked. <laughs> the thing is, though, because you've said that, everybody, if people are listening on their, like, loudspeakers and they've got an Alexa nearby everyone's legs is gonna set off it's brilliant <laughs> I love it honestly I speak to her all the time you can ask her to sing a country song and everything and she's, she's got her own country song isn't it brilliant have you heard a blues song she sings no. a blues song it's really Who's really she? catchy <gasps> honestly on. she's brilliant isn't she she's an artist in her own right <laughs> Alexa sing me a blues song oh my god sorry I don't know that, but I do have a skill you might like. Oh, no. It's called Random Song Lyrics. Want to try it? No, no thanks, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, she, sometimes she just starts farting up, like, out of the blue, and I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> Maybe it's haunted. Just tapping it. Are you okay? Are you a bit windy? Are you okay, hon? <laughs> Bless her. She's been, oh, oh, she's lighting up again. Oh. Haunted. Imagine. I'm scared of ghosts. I'm sure I've seen my Alexa do that all the time. What, just light up at all, out of the blue? Just randomly. I hate it when it goes yellow as well. You know, when you get a notification on your <gasps> Alexa app or Amazon app. She's lighting up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> I always try and be polite, but sometimes she does my head in. <laughs> Alexa, what's my horoscope, please? Oh, she hasn't listened to... And Sally Morgan. Wait, that's my dressing room. Alexa, (laughs) stop! (laughs) I've got one in the room next door as well, and for some reason this one was just being ignorant. (laughs) So my voice is that clear, it (laughs) set it all going. That's brilliant. Literally. I want to show you my boots, by the way. If you don't mind. That's perfectly fine. Yes. Oh my god, trying to show you around my dressing room, why not? Go on then. Wait, how do I turn this thing around? So how cute is this, by the way? 
That is amazing. What you need to do is you need to... Is that on your Instagram? Yeah. You need to repost Bums, it just so it? people know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Just, just, Will do. So I'll, what I'll do is I'll try and describe it whilst we're going across. So it was like a um, like a policeman's hat, like a like a train conductor's hat, but full of gems and diamonds, and it's got Miss GB in like a diamond lettering? Or is that pearls? No, that's oh pearls. God. It's pearls, but would that not be insane if it was a cowboy hat? Let's be honest. That would be insane. Why didn't she think of that? No, I appreciate it. And these are my favourite boots. They are also, there is a picture of these on my Instagram, actually, because they're my absolute favourites. Oh, wow. They're like, are they flames? Like a cherry red? Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a diamante boot and it's got like red, cherry red flames or like a burgundy flames with a burgundy top and it's like silver body. Oh, it's... And it's all glittery and pretty. They're my fave. Lost them. And I got some snake ones. And then I got some Miranda Lambert ones up there from her like old Ooh, collection. Oh, get the Miranda Lambert one down. Oh, hang about. Right, one sec. Climb. Let me have... And there's my fedoras, my new ones. Wait, one sec. Oh, <laughs> Do you literally have to climb up the shelves? Yeah. Oh, wow. oh wait, have I got I've got some more somewhere. I don't know what I've done with them. So these are oh wait. Wait a sec, I've just got to jump. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So the oh look at them. Aren't they beautiful? They're amazing. The, they're really old now. Um but the it used to have a guitar on the bottom and then obviously it says Miranda. Yeah. Oh, by no. Miranda Lambert. But do you know what? I saw these years ago and I was like, oh, I really want them. But I never bought them because I was always scared about buying from America. And then when I went over, I went to this really cheap shop and they were on sale and I got them so cheap. You see, I got my and boots I wore... from America. I don't Did think you? I, I don't think I've posted my boots on Instagram, you know. I'm disappointed. You need I'm to. Gonna, I'll <laughs> post them at some point this week. I'm currently wearing oh, my hat. Are... I've noticed I'm so sorry oh you look gorge and these are my pageant heels they're huge they are huge why do you have such big heels because I'm sh- I'm short I like you in a hat oh don't you look lovely oh my god I love it you look like Brad Paisley now only issue is I've got Beats headphones and I can't wear my hat and wear Beats headphones <laughs> you look cool though you genuinely do look a bit like Brad Paisley, you know. Oh, do you think? No way, no way. That's genuinely. the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> oh God, love him, love, absolutely love. But yes, yeah, so that's that's my, the rest of it's a mess. I won't show you. What's that? What's that hanging <laughs> on the door? Is that is that Ted or Todd or Toby? <laughs> this is Ted. Hi, hi, my gorgeous boy. Yes, you're so gorgeous, are you? And then they, oh wait, I better show it. Wait. Oh wait, there's my <laughs> obviously more more more, more checkered shirts. Top, obviously, and then that's that's the that's the baby. That's what you've been learning. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Let's see the. I don't head. know what it is, but here she be. And then that's my fella's guitar. He don't know how to play it though, so it's he's pretty useless. Why don't you learn together? He's a techno DJ. He's techno. It's ah. techno. So is he not into country? No, he hates it. Really? 
know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, it's caused a lot of arguments. I'm not going to lie. He so, came to watch Miranda Lambert with me, but he didn't enjoy it. So how did you two meet then? I went to school with him. Ah. And then, yeah. But, you know, these things happen, don't they? But, I don't know. I just, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if he's listening to this, she loves you so much. He won't listen to it, honestly. Like, he just, anything related to country is just like, nope. And he doesn't like America. And I'm like, how can you not like the US? Like, what's what's not to like about it? And you've put, how long have you been together? Five years. I've put up with five whole years of my entire life. Five years? It's sickening. It's sickening, really. <laughs> wow. And he's not even been persuaded yet? No. Do you know what, though? I, I am really good, because Country to Country Fest usually happens on my birthday, and then like, it's, it's like another year without it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just had the news, what, a week ago now? That it's been postponed for another another year. 2022 is when we'll see it again. Isn't it devastating? Horrible. I've, I've not been to C2C yet. And I was I wanted to go last year, and it's like, should I buy a ticket? Obviously, I was going to buy like a last-minute, late-minute ticket. And it's like, well, this pandemic's now here. And then it came, it was like, I was like on the edge of buying one. And then I... People start saying, "Oh, they're they're gonna re, they're gonna return the tickets." It's like, "Well, do I do it? Do I not? Do I do it?" Because there's gonna be loads of free cheaper tickets, and it's like, "Well, uh, no, I'm I'm gonna wait, see what happens." And on the day of the actual festival starting, it was like, "Yeah, we're canceling it. Go home." It's like, "Oh, great! Thank oh, God I didn't buy a ticket." I know. Thank God. Oh, I can't wait to get to more festivals, though. Who knows? Next year I might be playing at a festival. Who knows? Like, you I'm might not, be headlining. Not, I mean, probably not country to country, but definitely one of the smaller ones. I think FSA might have me. Oh, of course. I'm sure they will. Hi, Wayne. Love you. Love you, Wayne. It's Jen. Well, there's, there's, <laughs> there is so many festivals. I mean, there's Millport, there's... Um, British Country Music Festival in Blackpool. There's a Long Road Festival down towards Loughborough. Um, I'm going to miss a load out now, and they're all going to hate me. Um, Country in the Coast down near Portsmouth. Well, there's a lot more than I thought. Did um, you say Buckle and Boots? I've not said Buckle and Boots yet. That's in Manchester. Um, there's Millport up in Scotland. Uh, la, 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 la. There's a new one. There's a new oh, one. There's loads more added. than I thought. There's a new one that's just started. Um, I know there's one in Selby. Um, near where I live. Um, oh, yeah, that's not too far from me, is it? That's called Tower Fest. It's just down the M62, across the Umber Bridge, down the M62 and come off at Alden. And you're there. Oh, oh, I can't wait till it all happens again. Can you? Oh, no, I, there's so many places I want to go and see and so many people I want to meet. I've actually not met face-to-face a single person yet. Have you really not? It's Everything's been either via Zoom, FaceTime, Skype, but not via person. I can't wait to actually meet people. It's going to be a party. It's it going to be a party. <laughs> but yeah, I really can't wait. What, what, what are you more excited about, you know, going to a festival or releasing new music? Oh, that's, that, that's a tough one. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> see, I, re- I cannot wait to release more music for the, for the selfishness in me, but for the fact that 
I haven't been to a festival in like like two years, like a year and a half. Like I'm gonna say festival because it's just I miss people. <laughs> I miss music. I miss people. I miss atmosphere. I miss hog roast and pints of cold cider. <laughs> My last festival actually was Bruce Springsteen in Coventry. Now I need to work out when that was because I'm sure that was like 2015. Oh wow. You need you need to go to a festival. I really do. We all do. Let's go. Should we go? Let's go. When when it's back on we'll go. No, it wasn't. It's twenty thirteen. No way. So long ago. Well, that How wasn't a festival. Had... That's the last concert I've been to. That's the last musical concert I've been to. Where have you been? I've been skint. I've lived in America. <laughs> I've, I've done a lot. Where did you live in America? I lived in San Antonio, Texas. Oh, wow. What was that like? Did you oh, love it? Was it? That's where I got my hat and my boots from. Cute. It's amazing. It really is. I can't recommend Texas as much as I can. I mean, people really need to go see it because it's not it's not just like all hick and, you know, it's not like all gunslingers and westerns, which I thought it would be when I first went. It's so built up. It's like London, but American and big and huge. And then you get your old dive bars and then you get your old fancy restaurants. It's a mixture of everything. Oh. San Antonio especially is just so beautiful. There's a river walk and you can get smashed on margaritas. It's brilliant. Oh, oh that does sound lush. Oh, I can't wait for a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you had <laughs> I don't know if you did that purposely, but there was a bit of a freeze when you said cocktail. <laughs> Guess where the freeze was? I didn't mean to. Maybe my subconsciousness was telling me to say that. <laughs> but I still can't wait. <laughs> But yeah, I can't, I can't. I really can't wait to actually see some live music. I was supposed to see some live music this year with Emma Moore and Amelia Quinn, but this the second lockdown put a scupper to all that in November. I'm so gutted. I know. Can't at believe we're number three. At least, hopefully, we'll have some gigs with you soon. I hope so. Woo! How exciting! Is there <laughs> anything timeline-wise for you to go gigging? Or are you just playing it by ear until you get some new music out and then go from there? Yeah, I'm just going to play it by ear. I really want to have like a good set of songs. Um, and yeah, I just want to have a good, a good selection of songs to be able to go out and, and play with. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to spend the next few months trying to just get my name out there again and just talk to people, just get talking and chatting and working on it everything behind the scenes and then when I'm ready and ready <laughs> like I'm just gonna come and I don't know smash life <laughs> that's what it's about smashing life living to its fullest I mean, we might be in another lockdown until 2023 so stop it knows? no no stop it stop touch it wood, we're not I'm touching wood I'm touching wood <laughs> I'm touching wood <laughs> where can people find you on social media so I'm terrible at Twitter, but I do have a Twitter account. I think it's Jen Atkin, Miss GB, summer, summer, summer. Uh, but Instagram's my main one, and it's at Jen Atkin UK. Um, I'm dead easy to find. And I have a Facebook page as well, um, so feel free to add me. 
as a friend if you want to speak to me please speak to me so <laughs> but my main one is instagram for your twitter it is jen atkin underscore miss gb well you found me already that I'm was so quick following you already speedy thank you <laughs> i need to get back on twitter i don't really understand it you press tweet you type a status and it goes out and people either respond to it or they don't most likely not currently (laughs) and then you put out something else and you put something else out basically whatever you put on instagram put on twitter yeah i should start doing that i've got a really bad habit of not but i'm gonna get into it i'm determined i'm just such i'm like a proper technophobe i'm so bad with technology it's unreal it's horrendous (laughs) what have you got planned for the rest of today the rest of today, well, I'm probably going to have a the gin. Whole two, three hours left. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have a gin and go to bed probably with my cats. <laughs> <laughs> Living the life. <laughs> what a dream! What about La- you, ladies and gentlemen? This is a rock star's life. <laughs> Especially since I'm a bit hungover. <laughs> Me, I've got another podcast in 10, 15 minutes. Have you? It's a, it's a late why, night am feeling, why am I feeling jealous? Really? I just had a jealous, jealous feeling come over me, like, oh, you're, you're speaking to someone else. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you try and get more content? <laughs> but yeah, you know, I'm. I'll send you my number and happily plan the next one. Yeah. Oh my god, let's chat. <laughs> I'm gonna try not to ball it ears off you daily. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to add to the main content? I'm going to call it main content for now. I think I've, like, covered the whole of my life, to be honest. (laughs) I'm sure there's more we can delve into at a later date. When we do Instagram Lives, when you learn the guitar, and when you've got another song, we'll do an Instagram Live. Oh, my God, I can't wait for that. (laughs) Definitely need to set something up. But, yeah, thank you. Can I take a picture? Feel free. Wait, how do I do it? I don't know. Oh, wait, that was not a good one. Oh, that was so bad. You look nice in it. And I'm like, mm. Oh, no, okay. Oh, I was going to do that too. Oh, my God, we look so cute. I look shiny. <laughs> That's why I did that You pose. look super cute. I wish. I look horrible. I look tired. No, you don't. You look super cute. See, if you was to post that now, that'll... Everybody will now know what my pyjamas look like. <laughs> you PJs. Oh, you look so cute, though. You PJs. can't tell. Can't tell. I just wear it in such it's a fashionable nice. sense. I will be like, oh, <laughs> Dom spends his life in his PJs. I can't comment because I'm in joggers. <laughs> oh, my God, love him. Primark oh, specials. so cute. Loves them. Primark specials. I love Primark. I miss Primark so much. Like, I actually miss Primark. All right. T- take care. <laughs> take care, Jen. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed that last um, 20 minutes of us waffling and going through wardrobes and stuff. But, yeah, look forward to speaking to you all next week. And have a great week. Take care. Bye for now. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.